Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Brain Talks. Uh, I'm here with three lovely guests. We're here with Madison, Preston, and Navidita. If you guys want to say hello. Hi. Hello. Uh, uh, what's it called? Our topic for the day is... I literally... <laughs> Navidita, what was the topic today since you told me two seconds ago? It was the influence of drugs on adolescents. Thanks so much for the lovely reminder, even though she told me quite literally five seconds ago. Um, I'm going to ha- uh, this this topic was chosen by Preston and Madison. So I'm actually going to hand off the mic to Madison. If you want to start off the conversation with whatever your heart desires. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much, Yasmin. Um, so Preston and I um, chose the topics of um, the drugs, like the, the use of drugs in adolescence. And I usually want to discuss this because even now today, like during the generation, there's so much drug use in so many environments and even in school environments, which is very flabbergasting for me, if that's even a word. But um, like for me at school, I'll really see people vaping during the school hallways, even in class, which is very absurd to me. And um Overall, I feel like the use of drugs such as, you know, well, hyphenol, which is kind of like a drug that's sadly now used as a date rig drug, as well as make many other drugs are heavily influenced and can deter- not deteriorate, can damage a lot of um, psychological as well as biological um, aspects of human life. Like, for instance, currently in my health class, we're discussing, um, we used to talk about a lot of like drug influence. So once again, like raw hyphenol, but more specifically nowadays on fentanyl, which has brought so many deaths to teenagers recently. And it can, it can even show you how teenagers can get so hooked on to drugs as well as be able to even contact people that, could, that are even dealers on social media websites, which further discourages the meaning of a safe environment for a teenager. You know what, that was a lot to break down in like the two seconds that Madison was talking. Um, Nevitiro, you want to say something? Oh, um, yeah, I, I was just gonna add on to her. Um, point social media like madison said is like definitely impacted all this i mean kids can like google drugs and you know get them and i mean she's right it has a lot of effects on our mental health and our physical health um i found this website right here that says that drug use is associated with like a bunch of negative consequences like school problems poor judgments violence um they have a chance of using more drugs in later life because it's like hard to quit. And so drugs can be horrible. Um, but I kind of want to go into why kids may feel like they need to take drugs. It could be an escape from them. Um, if they don't have a support system, which unfortunately not many children do, but if they don't have a supportive support system that would allow them to confide in someone who they truly trust and who they can feel safe with, then they may feel that taking them makes them happy and gives them a little bit of peace. Yeah, there's, there's, there's actually like a point Navidra just, just said how um, people use it as an escape. I've always, so I grew up in a, in a Muslim school, so we didn't really have like drug abuse or drug usage in my school. But 
like watching like the only knowledge I have on this topic is pretty much from the movies like <laughs> I barely have firsthand experience so don't like quote me on anything I will say because this is just like my opinion from what I've seen maybe like also from people I've met um especially at Brainwave it's, it's exposed me to a lot um when Nevidita was talking about how people using it as as an escape I feel like it gets to the point, and if you if you think about it, it's actually really sad that when someone decides to use something that gets their mind off of all the stuff they've been going through, and they know it's only they know it's temporary, but they're still choosing to do it because of the amount of pain that they're in, mentally, emotionally, whatever, they're putting on that they're just using uh, all those. Uh, all those things to take their mind off of it and it's it genuinely is upsetting when I see it because even when because it's kind of like a mood switch because if you're like sitting with someone and you can tell they're having a rough time and then all of a sudden they take like their they take whatever you can tell their mood just completely like it's like a light switch and it, it's crazy seeing it because you're like whoa like I didn't know this worked to this extent you know what I mean? Um, so that, that's something I just thought of when Navidita was talking. And also, like, looking at social media, I feel like the, the more people are on it, I'm out of breath. I don't know why I'm out of breath. Like, when people post about it, it makes other people want to do it even more. Like, people who never had interest in using drugs, but then they see people use it, I feel like it makes them want to use it even more because they're like, oh, my God, look at what um, – this does for this person or look at how it makes them look so funny or talk so funny or takes their mind off everything and it, and it influenced them influences them a lot more um so that's actually something i've seen on tiktok a lot like if i come across a like a uh what's it called a post where it's like oh this girl is is high or something and she in the comment section it's like whoa like we can tell this girl is high you know that trend actually where it's like that scanner and it like the scan face and they try to make themselves look high when they're like I think it's when their eyes like look sleepy but then they they're smiling. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I do not have a clue. I so don't sorry. think I do. Sorry. It's like it's like a it's like a voice day person. Oh, he doesn't know either. That's such a shame. It's like it's like a scanner, like it scans your face and when it scans like the part of your face it freezes it like it keeps it in place so when it scans people's face like uh it goes downwards like people would smile so that, not smile people would like rest their eyes and then once it passes their eyes they would start smiling and then once it passes their smile it like freezes it so they mix the two and that's like apparently how you look high and uh, you know what i'm talking about yeah no i know what you're talking about yeah yeah sorry that took like a hot minute yeah uh, there Bro, was, that was on my for you page like all the time honestly like that was i i was um it wasn't like an influence or anything but for me like it, it was there was so many videos of that on my page but yeah i don't know but i remember when i would see that bro i would be like oh my god people are like no way people actually look like this because it looks so goofy like someone high looks like their eyes are heavy but then they're like they have a 
like the whole bottom part of their face like it works perfectly and people like in the comment section to be talking about oh like this is so accurate or um like you can tell someone looks this way or like if someone looks this way you can tell what what they've been doing um and i feel like people started testing out like to see if they actually look like that <laughs> i don't know it was just something i thought about when i was thinking about social media and then maybe this comment uh but yeah passing the mic to whoever um i also wanted to like bring up like for example child stars we were discussing this at the workshop just a few minutes ago well i discussed this but um like child stars i mean like they're put in the spotlight for like their entire life and like even when they decided to like retire from the acting industry or decide to like isolate themselves um they still can't truly really be isolated and i've read many stories where like child stars you know they like end up taking drugs or they end up completely different than their tv personas and then people continue to judge them which makes them take drugs even more in order to heal from that and so it's kind of like a cycle effect, you know, the people who are trying to stop this end up contributing to it more. And that's just a pattern that I've noticed that I thought was like significant to mention. I know I, I started off talking about a variety of things regarding the use of drugs. So I might go back to that right now. Um, I know that Navita discussed, or Yasmin, or both of you guys um, discussed like the influence with social media and like um, technology, like mostly like within social, yeah, within like social media, um, influencers, et cetera, that kind of realm. Um, I feel like it, it has also influenced in school environments. I know I discussed like, there is so many people in my school personally that like literally have vapes everywhere. There's vapes on the floor, there's vapes in the bathroom. And um, I feel like it's very discouraging because I feel like it destroys, first of all, the whole point of a school environment is supposed to be safe and clean and not really, you know, violent or um, not unhygienic, maybe just dis not disturbing either, but maybe not like within, I don't want to say school violence either because having drugs isn't like violence, but um, drugs are still like a significant issue that shouldn't be caused or like appear in school grounds. I think that's what I'm trying to make sense about instead of, call, um, instead of like naming it a specific term. Um, but definitely I feel like the use of drugs are now even more heavily impacted more heavily used, oh my gosh, I'm glitching out, guys, more um, heavily used um, with the influence from school environments. Like, I know so many kids that would go with their friends to vape because they have that friend group. They're influenced by that friend group. It's a social cultural impact. So I feel like a lot of those type of impacts are more influenced um, as well besides social media. I feel like schools have not called on the issue of that just yet, which I feel like is kind of rating because the... Um, the more negligence it is on the issue, the more the increased chance that it'll go um, increase within younger populations, like maybe even to middle school students. I used, I, I used to know a lot of middle school students that would vape. And I know that in elementary school, even like during sixth grade, there's friends I knew that vaped, which I just not even vaped. I don't know if vapes were even a thing in elementary school during my days, quote unquote, but um, definitely drugs were still an influence, even as elementary students, which kind of shows how open teenagers can be with getting you know all these drugs which is kind of horrible but yeah that was long but hopefully you get the point 
Um, I also, going off of Madison's point, I think that personally my school doesn't, or at least I'm not aware of um, any people in my school that do drugs, but I think that also, I mean, going back to social media, um, social media is so important. And I don't know, have you guys heard of Euphoria? That... Yeah, the show? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I haven't watched it, but um, I know that there's some characters on there that do drugs or um, they discuss topics on there. And I think that if children watch those sorts of TV shows, which I'm not saying that children shouldn't watch those sorts of TV shows, but I mean, sometimes if a child may be very, very vulnerable at that moment, they may try and recreate the life of their TV counterparts and if everything's working out for that person in a, on a TV show, then it should be working out for that person in real life too. And so they may try to mimic the actions because teenagers, like, we're so vulnerable. And, you know, we're kind of like at that time of our lives where, like, we're just able to be like pushed from one side to the next in like two seconds. And so I think it's also like a factor of television like children get influenced by what they watch and if they're watching a television show that may encourage drugs or may show a positive correlation between taking drugs and doing well then they may be influenced by that you know what I'm trying to say definitely um I definitely see like a, for example for euphoria I don't watch it because I'm not allowed to either way um, I'm very strict with, like, what I watch, even though Dance Moms is probably not as even, like, more, you know, um, restrictive. <laughs> um, but definitely, um, those, even those TV shows can influence children. And Euphoria is supposed to be for older, like, it's, I think it's, um, has, it, it even stays on there that it's supposed to be for older, mature ages. And, like, I literally see kids that are in middle school, like, 11 and 12, talking about Euphoria, or cosplaying the characters, or the similar um, 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 oh, scenes that the characters play. And that really discourages the whole point of, like, how, what's the point of providing, like, all these social media, like, services and platforms to teenagers if it's only leaving out more negative causes, causes negative impacts than positive? And it's even funny to even talk about this because currently in Utah, they're having a bill that might be passed regarding social media services. So they might even like, um, it's told that they might cut down um, and disable a lot of social media services for teenagers and children. And we can definitely go on that topic maybe in a different podcast because I have a lot to say about that one. But um, I think that can just show how social media and like such platforms have negatively um, influenced and impacted teenagers and adolescents today um, and I still see that social media, while it has a lot of positives, like advocating social issues, human rights, etc., there's definitely more cons than pros within those services. Yeah, that's definitely a topic we could do for another episode, because I feel like I have a lot to say about just like personal experience with social media. Um, and, and we have touched upon this actually in two episodes. So quick plug, if you want to go tune into those two episodes about social media versus mental health. Um, but I did, I did want to talk about euphoria for a second because something something really interesting I've, I've noticed throughout the years is like shows would be published with the intention to shed light on current day issues. So for example, like 13 Reasons Why, that was like to shed light mm -hmm. on suicide. Um, but like, and euphoria is to show drug abuse and the effect of that. And the main character is literally like a drug addict. 
And, you know, a lot of people actually took both shows and like switched it. Like they were showing, oh, like, it, I don't know how to explain it. Like it, it wasn't, it, the shows were doing more harm than good because they were showing like actual scenes or actual things that people have gone through and it might be triggering. That's very true, but there also is trigger warnings in the beginnings of the shows. But um, it, it shows, it, I forgot what, like there was, there was a point in time where 13 Reasons Why was getting like flamed. I forgot for what, but it was just getting flamed for the stuff that they were like putting onto Netflix. And I was like, well, when I first watched the show, I actually really liked it because I felt like it would show kids like this is what happens after you do something like this. And I thought it was like a good, like a good, a good thing to be put out. Like it shows that you're not only you're affecting everyone that surrounds you. I think that was the thing I had gotten for Zuai. And for example, Euphoria, you kind of see drug abuse. You see um, an actual drug addict. By the way, plugs and is an amazing actor. But anyways, besides the point, um, she, like you see the effect and the choices she makes, and how she doesn't feel anything, and how she wants to keep going, and how she's shouting and she's screaming. And it, it's even though it might be a show, this is real life for a lot of people. And specifically Euphoria, when I watched it, like this is one of the shows that actually, like, it was one of the first things that I had seen drug abuse in. And I was like, wow, like this is actually a thing for people. Because um, I saw a lot of comments on Euphoria, on, on, on Euphoria, on TikTok about people like talking about Euphoria. I don't think I've seen Euphoria get grilled. I feel, I don't think I have. Maybe I may be mistaken. But, um, that show it, it it just did something to me i don't even know how to explain it but it, it's it's definitely an eye-opener um and madison was talking about how in school settings like people may what's that what's that pen called that has like weed in it you guys know what i'm talking about no i don't think it's not that i don't know it's like it's like a puff thing vapes wait what i'm no, so not, sorry not vapes that's nicotine I think oh wait what are you talking about there's like oh are they called dab pens they have like weed in them probably yeah i i think so maybe um there i i feel like i've seen you know actually when i see when I, it's weird when i scroll to tiktok and i see like little not little kids like 13 14 year old people holding vapes in their hand and I open the comment section and it's like people being like, whoa, she vapes, like, oh, this, oh, that. And I feel like, okay, when you comment stuff like that, it's probably not going to make a difference to the person that's posting, but you got the right intention. And it's, it's, it's very odd to me seeing that. And like Madison was saying, this is also in school settings. Like, this isn't just social media. Like, this, this actually, like, people will be whipping out their vapes in class and just smoking, not smoking, vaping. Smoking vapes are two different things um and it's weird seeing that because they're children but i feel like that also just it's it i feel like when little kids not little kids like young teenagers when they use it that that has it mainly comes from social media influence exactly like um there's a show on netflix called jenny and georgia and the main and one of the main characters um jenny she likes this guy named Marcus who he smokes weed he 
does everything like that. Like he takes a lot of drugs. And the fact that she falls in love with him and at one point she even does it herself is kind of like kind of sort of from peer pressure, I think. Like she sees her friend doing it. So she kind of like joins in. And <clears throat> sorry, if kids see this sort of stuff, then they're gonna think, oh wow, that's so cool. And I mean now I think that definitely at least where I live, we have we we have a health class in my school. Um, we emphasize the importance of not taking drugs and all that. And you know, not other other schools may not have that, or other people may not be in an environment where that sort of um, protection and that sort of access is given to them. And so that could definitely contribute to it. Also, I think that like adults also should try their best to enforce this as well um I mean like sometimes like like I said before kids are in like a vulnerable state sometimes due to events that may happen in their life or events that may impact them and at that point it's up to others in their life such as adults or friends or loved ones to try and stop that person from doing it um because it can really damage a person and it's important that they also play their part and I know that many people may try and like butt out of it because they don't think it's their business but at after some point you know it's no longer not your business it's like it has to be your business otherwise that person's gonna get hurt but you just brought up a good point we can talk about peer pressure right now like this drug drug abuse of peer pressure like for example this is something I've seen in the movies okay this is not something uh, I read this that first person, so let's not grill me. But like, if teenagers are at a party or whatever, and there's like drinking involved and they're smoking, like, and let's say like someone who doesn't do any of that, who's like that one kid, like the usually the main cake main main character of the show or the movie, they like they don't do any of that stuff, and they're peer pressured into doing that. I feel like it's such a cliche move when you watch it, but it happens so often, and it, like. I feel like some of the time it actually makes the, the 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 person want to do it even more. It's either it's either they it makes them want to do blah, 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 blah. it makes them want to do it more or it makes them never want to do it again. There's no in between. Um, and when I see because it's kind of like oh there's a group of people that are smoking and then someone walks into the scene and he's like oh you want to hit a thing and then they hit it and then they start coughing because they've never done it before like the t- typical show typical like scene you would imagine and um it's it like watching it you kind of just think of it like you just kind of look over it because it's just like a typical scene in a show but when you really think about it um it's kind of upsetting because a lot of teenagers are peer pressure into doing stuff they don't want to do because they want to feel accepted even though they've like they know it's wrong but they want to do it to um, just fit in, which is very upsetting. So don't feel peer pressured into doing whatever your friends are doing. If you think it's wrong, don't do it. You don't have to do what they're doing to be cool or to be accepted into the friend group. Thank you very much. This should be that. That would be like a good mic drop, to be honest. I wish I had a mic. It'd be a good mic drop. Yeah, like you said, definitely. Um, peer pressure, like, I feel like a lot of movies that I've watched, like, for example, um, um, when I watch, like, a lot of 
I feel like it depends on the place where you live. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, for example, when I watch like a lot of movies or TV shows from um, my native language, I don't think I've ever seen one where kids are like taking drugs or anything like that. But at this point, it's kind of like become the like common trope in like movies that, for example, the person falls in love with like the bad person. And it's kind of like, you know, that that trope that I'm talking about. Where it's like the good person falls in love with like the more rebellious person or whatever. Or am I just kind of? Yeah. You know what what that reminds me of? Ten things I hate about you. (laughs) Anyway, keep going. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I haven't watched that, but I've been meaning to. But um, definitely, like, for example, you see like a bunch of TV shows where you see this one person who's smoking or drinking or doing things that they probably shouldn't be doing and you see someone else that's known as like a goody two-shoes which like I personally disagree with that term I think that that's but um yeah definitely you see like a like the opposite to track trope and you know that contributes to kids because we look at television as a way of glamorizing our own life if we see someone on tv that's going through something similar to us we may think oh well it's a tv show but it can still apply to me Ignoring the fact that these shows are edited or um, the fact that they, they're they going through what's called main character syndrome, where like they're going to survive no matter what and that everything's going to work out for them at the end. And definitely, um, you know, due to peer pressure, kids feel like they have to go with like the people who probably shouldn't, they probably shouldn't go with because they feel like they, they need to be accepted because for some reason, it's always the people who end up doing bad stuff that end up being the most popular because they have that wide of an influence over people. And, you know, we see, and that's why I think that, like, celebrities are important. Like, for example, some celebrities may support causes that maybe we wouldn't support in an, in another situation, but because they're supporting it, we feel like we have to support it. And maybe that's not like peer pressure because it's not like coming from people in your class or your school, but it's still pressure either way. But it's like, it's not their fault either. Um, I think it depends on the person and just how like how vulnerable their information. You know, some people are like very firm in their values. They're like, no, I'm not going to take drugs. Other people may be easily swayed. And I think it's all about providing that safe place for them and making sure that schools and countries ensure that they don't have um that they that they don't have no protection or advice towards drugs and that there's more attention being given to them so yeah that's my little spiel i don't know it when you when you reminded me of like when you were talking about the trope for example i've i've seen that so much obviously in, in just the movies not but yeah, I feel like when I when I post this, it, people are gonna be like, "Oh my God, this girl goes to parties every single day." This is in the movies, guys. This is in the movies. Exactly. None of this. Hope for me. None of like my personal experiences. This is all based <laughs> on what I've seen in movies. Um, what's it called? Uh, what's it called? What was I saying? Oh, when when I thought about the the trope, it just also reminded me back to the point of the peer pressure thing um but not peer pressure but you kind of do it in a way so that you feel more connected to the person and I feel like a lot of 
a lot of people will do that in relationships nowadays, like in order to feel like, in order to, how do I explain it? Like in order, not in order to be more attractive, but like in order to stand out to the person, you want to have like more in common with them, more in common with the person. So you kind of just do similar things, even though you've never done it before. You don't need to change, honey. You don't need to change or do stuff. Um, uh, whatever trope, whatever trope Navidia mentioned, whatever trope you're in, you don't need to do anything. Um, uh, that was the only thing I had to say, to be honest, because, you know, we're therapists here. This is a safe spot. JK. Exactly. Anyways, um, since we're semi running out of time, um, six minutes, do, do you guys have anything final you did want to talk about what we didn't get the chance to talk about? Anything but another trope, Navita, please. Um, I actually wanted to jump in with the mic. Um, and discuss like besides like I know I talked so much about school influence with drugs like peer like you guys you guys definitely just um discuss more on like the actual peer pressure influence that happens that could happen within like any environment but I think it wouldn't happen more like specifically within school environments um definitely I feel like even like the cases of like drug deaths have increased heavily of teenagers um you guys probably said this hopefully you guys didn't but for instance, I talked a lot about, I discussed a little bit, I touched on fentanyl, like, there are so many documentaries now that shows teenagers having to be, have to use um, Narcan on, into their system to wake them up before having, like, full overdose on fentanyl or drugs, and um, I know I also said this earlier, but um, I think, like, regarding social media, I know I talked heavily on social media, but besides just, like, you know, like being influenced by drugs, like through like seeing pictures and photos and videos, of people drinking and smoking. I feel like social media has given a huge advantage for students to find drugs than just looking at it and being influenced by it, if that makes sense. Um, even today, like I think on the news, I don't know which news line it was, but um, they discussed like how there's many new emojis and slang words um, that um, that people can that um, teenagers can chat with like drug dealers online through Snapchat and Instagram with a variety of slangs and emojis, and they can find people that would resemble a drug dealer online, which is even more scary to see how us teenagers and even like younger adolescents could even become finding these things easier in online and the online platform, um, which increases then like the um, the deaths that could happen from like you know drug cases. Um, but yeah, before I rant some more, definitely, I feel like social media also has that other influence of actually getting the drug and maybe even having deaths because of it. Because sometimes drugs can also be laced with like a heavier drug, such as fentanyl, which has also, once again, like increased the deaths of many teenagers today. Wow. She's a pharmacist, guys. <laughs> Why, thank you. Nadia, did you want to say anything? Um, no, I'm good. Okay, uh, I didn't know if you were like unmuted because you were trying to talk. Oh, okay, okay. Um, uh, okay, I think that wraps up, I'm assuming. Unless, Preston, did you have anything to say? No, those are the points I was thinking of. Um, so if that is, that's, that pretty much, pretty much wraps up uh, today's, today's discussion. Um, don't do drugs, kids. Um, 
I see. I don't. I want to say something. I don't think I should say it, so I'm not gonna say it. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna say it. I am gonna say, do not uh feel peer pressured. Um, do not feel peer pressured to do something you don't want to do. You've never done before. Don't do something to feel accepted, especially drugs. They're bad for you. They take away pain temporarily. It's all gonna come back, and it might might even come back even heavier the second time. So, um don't do it but yeah thank you guys so very much for listening to today's episode um this was a pretty short one i'm not gonna lie because we did start kind of late but uh thank you guys so much for listening and we hope to see you guys next week bye guys bye bye bye